Hey, Community Church, it's Jim and Becca, and we're excited to bring you another episode of the How to Make a Difference podcast. Uh, This is just an amazing chance to sit down with some awesome people and see what God's doing in their life and how they're making a difference in this world. Um, But hey, before we jump in today, I've got to talk a little bit about a crappy situation I've been in lately. (laughs) Uh, I said it, uh, our sewer or our sewer pipe exploded at our house over the last few days. And so I've literally been digging holes in my yard to fix a pipe of sewer stuff. (laughs) (laughs) We'll leave it at that. Uh, But here's the funny part. You know, we've been talking about encounter and encounter things, but the truth is I've had an encounter with the Lord through the sewer and what's inside of it and what's outside of it. But, you know, I had no idea what I was doing, how I was going to fix this. My wife, if you didn't know, is uh, due in two weeks with our third child. We have two kids under the age of five and a busted sewer does not go hand in hand with any of that. And um, it's been pretty amazing. I've actually gotten to interact with our neighbors. We have two neighbors um, that actually saw this and they've now stepped in. And today we were out there uh, from 8 a.m. until 3 p.m. and have completely fixed the pipe, dug a four foot hole in the ground, five by five, dug everything up, put all new fittings. And uh, they saw a need and they helped us. And, you know, I just saw the Lord in that because I just remember David talking about, you know, Jesus's ministry was seeing what's in front of him Mm. and stopping and helping. And these are people that are super busy. They do a lot of construction around here, but they saw a need and they saw somebody and they stopped what they were doing, an entire day of work. And they've actually spent more of that the last few days digging with wow. me and stopped to help. And, you know, Rebecca, I just really encountered the Lord in that and his grace. And I felt him just saying, you know, I got you. Like, Jim, I got you. Where I was stressed, how are we going to afford this? Oh, my gosh, are we going to bring a baby to a house yeah. where we came and flushed the toilet? What's going to happen? <laughs> And wow. the Lord said, I got you. And he used two amazing guys that um, I will always um, remember. And there's... I'm so blessed because of what they did. And so it started crappy, but it ended really (laughs) nice (laughs) because we can now wash clothes and flush toilets. So I encountered the Lord today and it was pretty neat moment just hearing from him and what he had to say to me. I love that. That's amazing. Well, first off, I've never been able to say this, but that's both disgusting and awesome. (laughs) I do have pictures on my phone of the sewer And I have had to see one of them. And let me tell you, it's not a pretty picture. So I'm so glad it worked out. And that's awesome, man. I love to see our community coming together and making a difference and that you were so blessed by that that encounter for sure. Well, you know, we are so excited about today's guest. We're going to hear even more about encountering God. And, you know, we heard a little bit from his story on Sunday in the video that we shared, and we're kind of going to jump in. I'm going to give my context of knowing him, you know, about the past nine months, I've been in a community, a community group with him and his fiance, and I've just had a blast getting to know him. And recently I just had the privilege of really hearing some of his life story and learning about how God has really transformed his life. And it's been so inspiring and it's beautiful. So Cody, thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing well. Thank you guys for having me. It's, um, it's pretty surreal to be on this side. I, I listened oh, to a lot yeah. of a lot of podcasts in my year. You are ear. now on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, First it's time? different. Yes, definitely. Um, I probably listened to close to like 200 podcasts wow. a year, I feel like. You so, are a podcast guy. Yeah, so it's it's pretty cool to see the backside of things. But no, I, su- I feel super honored to be here. So I just really appreciate you guys and uh, wanting to hear my story. Yeah, cool. thanks for joining. Hey, well, Cody, tell us a little bit about what's going on with you now in life. I know you got some big things coming up, uh, big changes for your life. So uh, let everybody know a little about you. Yeah, so um, about two months ago now, maybe three, 
it, it goes by so quickly it now. Does. that I think so, yeah. Yeah, Time flies. I, it got engaged to Taylor. Um, yes. That's Taylor Blankenship. So John Blankenship, one of our pastor's John daughter. John Blankenship's Woo-woo! daughter. Wow. Yeah. So you're about to be a preacher kid-in-law. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is there an acronym for that? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. In-law. So got engaged. Uh, you're working here locally in Brunswick. Yeah. I've been doing that for about a year now, so I feel I'm pretty cool. comfortable there. But um, yeah, it's been an awesome journey, and it's a whole new season. So it's yeah. just crazy exciting. Never... Never get to say, you know, I've been in that, in those shoes before. So, so it's, cool. it's really cool to see what's coming next. Cool. Hey, well, I love you sharing your story. Um, and you talked a lot about the way the Lord's encountered you and even through a dream and things he's spoken over you. And one of the things you said in there was, um, you know, he's called you a man of truth. And I remember using that language. And I would just love if you would be willing to share a little bit about what was God saying to you in that? How did you get to that language? Uh, was that replacing old language in your own life <laughs> right. that you had? And uh, really, how have you? How has that changed how you interact with others and you interact with this world? Yeah, so a little bit of um, the front side before jumping into that story, just to explain a little bit about um, maybe who I was yeah. uh, person, like personality-wise. I was just very, um, I would just say even manipulative in how I spoke and um, really always... Um, lightening the truth or yeah. just trying to um, soften the blow in a lot of cases. Sure. And at the end of the day, a lot of it was just to preserve my, my image and, yeah. and how I looked. And um, I get that. Right. And I just, I just, it was not, it's not what I would easily say, just like a liar or sure. um, there was a trickiness to it that, that came off as almost, you know, deceitful or, and just mm-hmm. masked. Mm-hmm. So I was living that lifestyle and had been around even Taylor at this point and still was carrying that on into our relationship. And, um, it just felt like I was never fully known. Mm -hmm. Uh, so in a moment like this, it's it's a much different, different place, but, um, I didn't really feel necessarily known just because of the masks that were in place. And, um, like what's an example of like that kind of playing out in your life? Um, just even being, um, openly aware of just like Taylor knowing my full past or knowing Mm -hmm. about, um, my life and before and, and always trying to lighten, maybe where I was, Mm -hmm. um, previously. And, um, so I was just constantly protecting that image and even maybe at times protecting the image of our relationship or, um, changing that up constantly. So that's, that was, that's a small minor detail probably to what that was at that point. It goes back to that whole vulnerability is really hard and telling, you know, the complete truth Mm -hmm. and getting there. It's, It's easy for self, uh, preservation uh, to want to manipulate and do these things. And so when Mm -hmm. that becomes that mask you Mm -hmm. wear, which I've heard, you know, we all have our mask. And for you, it sounds like that's really what it was, was how do I preserve? The self-preserving was was definitely that word for me in that season. And and something that is joked about now is I would always come in like, I'm an open book. And, And the joke was that, Finally, that I was just the outer cover was all I was letting anyone see. Or I'd flip to the page I needed you to see at that moment. Yeah, totally. I relate to that 100%. mm, So, but going back to even in the um, video, the the statement about being a man of truth, um, I was not that in the season that that was spoken over me. Mm. And I specifically remember coming in, I was um, out mowing grass. Mm -hmm. I say a lot of spiritual things happen when you you (laughs) mow the grass. (laughs) I love the smell of grass. I mean, there's nothing like it. (laughs) You hate it? Yeah. I'm not a fan. That moment, though, when you're with the Lord, you got no yeah, distractions other exactly. than this dang Thinking. grass in front of me. <laughs> so I was out mowing the grass, and it takes me a couple hours. Um, and I came in, and what was I doing? I was listening to a podcast. Yep. And two weeks before that, I'd really been praying deeply in that season of, like, what, what God, what's your name for me? Because that was that kind of a place of turmoil of just trying to yeah. figure out 
what was my yeah, purpose? I what was I? Like, who am I? What, exactly. what would you say to me? That was yeah. literally the question. I'm just like, who do you see me as, right. God? And um, I'd been asking that for two weeks. And someone who was not walking heavily in faith, I'm surprised I stuck with it. Yeah, Honestly, sure. like I was praying over mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And I remember um, almost just thinking to myself, I'm like, no, I'm going to keep praying until the breakthrough happens. Like I, 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 I do have faith in this, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I'm listening to this podcast. And um, in the podcast, just the phrase that was said was, a man possessed by the spirit of truth. Mm. And when that was said, it's like I maybe wasn't even focusing fully on the podcast. Yeah, and totally. I just fell, like I fell on my knees and was just mm. in shock and just overwhelmed by his greatness. It's almost like, I mean, truly just felt like God spoke that straight, mm. straight to wow. me. And it was just amazing. And um, I just remember sobbing my eyes out and uh, <laughs> lots of crying in this season. Yeah. Yes. Um, good, bad, ugly, whatever it is. But yeah. it's um, it was very real for me because I wasn't living that in that mm-hmm. season. So there was probably a piece of me too. that was like, I'm not going to tell anyone this. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. This is just our secret. God. It means getting yeah. uncovered, you know, sure. but, um, yeah. And it just opened up all these new doors that came from mm-hmm. that. So do you feel like with that, were you already aware, Hey, this is how I'm living. Or were you so much in denial? You didn't even realize the mask. And when that word was said to you, it kind of was a slap in the face of just like a healthy one, but oh, it's yeah. kind of like, man, I'm not that, but I want to be that. Or no, what it was, was a it massive, for- yeah, it was a massive yeah. slap for sure. Because um, I would say that that point mm-hmm. is when I heard that identity being spoken over myself. Yeah. And that's when that denial started breaking. Yes. Um, denial is a crazy thing and, yes. and how much it covers up. You know, totally. We don't even realize what we don't realize. Right, right. And so. we can live in that for so long until we finally like, ask and we allow the Lord mm-hmm. to break it. And it sounds like for yeah. you, you were asking and it took a while. It wasn't this mm-hmm. fast thing. You kept asking God, who am I? Who am I? Who am I? And it was when you heard those words, yeah. you knew that was it. And I knew it was, it was directly for me. And I would say that's one of the, um, and this is, this is much earlier on in my walk, um, mm-hmm. even with, with God. Sure. And, and like I'd shared on that, it was, um, it was June 12th, 2018, where I had that just amazing encounter and, encounters after that kind of came along. This was very early on. So I was even amazed at that point to be able to go, man, this is what God's calling me to. But doesn't that sound so much like Jesus? mm -hmm. I mean, think about Peter, him calling him a rock on which he'll build his church. Even before he he looked anything like that, he denied Christ and all of those things. I mean, Jesus was constantly calling people who they were before they were even walking in that. I mean, I think that's exactly who the Lord is. And Mm -hmm. I love that in that, him being himself, he was calling you who you were. I think being called up like that is what was so um, actually terrifying, just Mm -hmm. to see that God makes your greatest weakness your strength. And Mm -hmm. and that's what's just... I love that. So what did you do with that when he spoke it? Like, and I know you fell and you're like, man, this is it. But did you like... You stopped lying that day? (laughs) Like, (laughs) did it change overnight? (laughs) Um, So luckily, I... I was just really coming into community, um, the blank and chips. I think I was actually just getting into, um, just even some of the community groups and stuff. And it was, it was a great experience for me because I actually was able to bring it into community and share my experience. So you told other people, Mm. Hey, this is what God said to me. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, kind of what, what came of that though was at that point, I had a lot of people able to speak that over me, even in moments where it didn't feel like yeah. I was being that man of truth. Mm-hmm. They w- I would have that spoken over me. You are a man of truth. And that's cool. that. that was the reminder to myself. And, and I really believe that's part of it. You know, we've said that so many times. Community is how we live this out. Mm-hmm. And that's what holds us to it. And we really can't do it without it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
because if it's left up to us, it doesn't always turn out that great. Right. The <laughs> accountability can, there. And, yeah, yeah, we can go sure. right back into that mask yep. and just put mm-hmm. it back on mm-hmm. and we lose sight of what God's really saying. Completely. I love that for sure. And I think too, in the time that I've gotten to know you, I've just seeing you fight for being a man of truth again and again and again. And it is, it's a process. And I just love that, you know, and something you said, even when we were doing the video and I kind of want to harp on this for a second. I loved how you had mentioned, you know, I'm just an ordinary guy with an extraordinary Mm -hmm. God. And I would love for you to talk a little bit about your process that you've been learning on. How do you hear the voice of the Lord and how do you interact with him every day and, and learn to hear his voice for yourself and build that relationship? Yeah, totally. I love that. Um, that's something that's even, I'm on a journey, even to this day, always trying to pursue and chase and like, how do I need to, um, posture myself to always be in a place of receiving and hearing God's voice. Mm -hmm. And for me in that first season where all this was happening and I'd had that dream, I I joked around about having to YouTube how to pray. Yeah. Well, I realized how distracted I got even when I prayed in the means of, I couldn't do anything. I'd I was not too great at uh, multitasking, even yes. when it came to yeah, talking yeah. to God. Right. Sure. So hold on, let me stop yep, you. Tell on. me about the prayer thing one more time. You mentioned YouTube and figuring yep. out how to pray. Just what was that story really quick? Oh, going back to yeah. um, driving home yeah. from the car and just being broken and needing to figure out how do I get in contact with God and how do I talk to God? How does this even work? You yeah. Know? And that was at the point where I was like, God, if you do exist, I need something different. Mm-hmm. What is that for me? Yeah. And and what came from that though is I kind of learned like, hey, just talk to him. Yeah. You know, what does it look like just to talk about your day to him? Yeah. Right. And so in that season, I ended up actually, it's a joke now, it's I call floor time. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, some days maybe oh, I think I need to go home and get a little floor time yeah, yeah, or something. Yeah, 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 totally. But um Believe it or not, I just felt like I was very um, gifted in that season to be able to go, hey, I was able to set aside an hour, two hours every single night to lay on the floor and just talk to God. Mm -hmm. And I would easily say the first month was awkward as all get out. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I was just like, because I was just Um, talking in an empty room. here talking out loud. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Somebody walks by, this is going to look really weird. And it slowly developed into like even me adding worship into it and stuff and just Mm -hmm. really getting, um, just really letting my heart be changed and and just being vulnerable, Mm -hmm. asking for vulnerability, asking for that man of truth. Yeah. asking for just breakthrough and what it looks like, you know? And in that, as I took those steps, I mean, it took me a month to get there, but I finally started realizing like, man, this is how God's talking to me. Here's yeah. the, Love this. here's where I've been missing him yeah. my entire life. But you learned to hear his voice. As right. Spent time. But I love how you said, you're like, literally in the car, you're like, I pulled up YouTube and <laughs> looked up, how do you pray? Yeah. And that was where it began. But that. it's like, it's true. Prayer can be intimidating, number one. Yeah. But then number two is like, is so that's such a I love that practical step mm-hmm. of just going like listen I may not know how to and one of the best things we can do is ask yeah. yep. we can ask somebody or just look like what does this look like in your life and not that we try to copy other people mm-hmm. but we got to start somewhere and as you've spent okay. time with the Lord you've learned how to communicate with Him yep. over time it sounds like and it's now a whole other relationship than when it was on mm-hmm. day one mm-hmm. yep. the awkward date night you know right, exactly. totally. like, what do we do yep. oh gosh you know and so I think it's cool when you spend time you then see the fruit of what is yeah. And if there's something I really want people to hear in that even is it doesn't always look like two hours laying on the floor. Right. Um, sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, like I said, I felt gifted in that season to be able to make it happen. Mm-hmm. How I mm-hmm. did that, I have no yeah. clue because I can't hardly pull that off now. Sure. Right. Um, so it went to a season where it was a it looked differently. Yeah. I may say, hey, I'm dedicating this 30 minute drive today to sit in silence yep. and just listen. Yep. My my biggest goal is just like, I just want to silence the noise around me yep. so that I can 
learn mm. what the father's voice sounds yeah. like. I love that. That's good. And I think what I love about your story is you just realized you had to build relationship with God, mm-hmm. just like another kind of friendship. I mean, you have one conversation with someone and then over time you learn to know who they are and their voice and what it sounds like. And I just love that picture of persisting in prayer and learning how to hear his voice for yourself and what that looked like for you. I think that's amazing and mm-hmm. uh, just really powerful for sure. Yeah. So talk a little bit less even more practically. I know you, you talk about floor mm-hmm. time, but like what are other ways you interact with God? Say it's like on a Thursday or like right. some random day mm-hmm. and like what does Cody and time with the Lord look like? Because um, yeah. I know you've also shared this before, but it's like, you know, seasons change. and Things are mm-hmm. different. Or like some days, yeah, you have a 16-hour work day yeah. or things are, alarms are going off mm-hmm. or you need to spend time over here. But what does it look like just on a random day? between you and the Lord. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I think the biggest thing I had to learn first was just grace and that, because mm-hmm. I had this really That's huge. harsh mentality on myself that it had so to look the same every day. Yes. And if I wasn't executing it right, yeah, mm. God wouldn't show up for it. It's true. And I've, I have that same uh, thought process because I'm a perfectionist, number mm-hmm. one, too. So it's right. like, if I don't yep. perfect, I'm going to start over. And then yeah. I have to like spend yeah. a whole nother hour because I'm trying to make up for the first time. Yeah. 30 minutes that I wasn't mm-hmm. doing it correctly in my mind. And or so. I even see me try and I spend time with the Lord and say like I miss a day or something. Yes. And then I feel so guilty and so ashamed. So then it makes me not even want to go back because I'm yeah, like, oh, totally. I'm such a terrible person. Yeah, yeah. When like and letting that get in the way is such a bad, yeah. oh man, it's just like that grace is so important. And, and that was the biggest piece for me at first was just learning that. And luckily I had even community for me in that season that I felt like I, I really got walked through that really graciously. Cool. And um, my biggest thing I really say is just even now for me, it goes, if I can take that time and set it aside, that's fantastic. Yeah. And and even for now, it's um, I've got a worship room actually in my house. Cool. Um, I, I kind of set it aside. I'm like, this is what this is for. This yeah. is my intent is prayer, yeah. worship. This is a place that I can go and just be quiet with God. Yeah. Love that. And um, some nights, you know, it does look like an hour, two hours, three hours mm-hmm. of just being in there. And there was a piece of me that was almost fearful at first that I'm trying to box God up. Sure. And I quickly learned, I was like, no, there's a, there is something intimate about going, God, I'm creating a space for you. Mm-hmm. I love that. And um, so, you know, some nights it looks like that. Do I wish it could be hour, two hours, three sure. hours every night? Yeah, totally. But it doesn't always happen. Right. But then I'm not stewarding my friendships and my families well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I really... It just looks different now in the means of yeah. obligations, doing right. stuff with family. And a lot of times that is also hearing for God, even in those in those places. And yeah. as I grew in knowing what the Father's voice sounds like, I was able to do all these other things. I could be in the static of the world yeah. and mm-hmm. still hear his encounter and cool. in, in what he's doing with me then. Um, so it, it may look like on a Thursday night. Yeah. Going and having a date with Taylor, yeah, and, yeah, and just experiencing what God's got going, even in that. That's awesome. Thanks for being so practical. I think that's something we wanted to get into today yeah. with you. Is just what do things look like practically for you? So I just really appreciate you being vulnerable and sharing more today. Cool. Well, that's awesome. Again, thank you. Okay, so we're gonna wrap this thing up. I know right. we're kind of at some time here, and. We always ask the same question, and I know you've been listening to this podcast, you know. <laughs> so what is your favorite thing right now? Again, it doesn't have to be a spiritual answer. Yep. It can be We've what- We've got really weird answers so far. Ever your favorite thing is right now. So do you guys know Carabas? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, no way. Um, You're not talking no, about soap me. from Carabas. Please don't talk to me about your <laughs> soap, soap right soap. now. 
Um, no, uh, so I'm actually really enjoying playing the guitar right now. I'm actually oh, okay. learning oh, cool. how to play the guitar. Neat. I figured with my last name being Rhymes, yes. I had to oh, you gotta have something yes. figure something out. So yeah, I've been working on that. So it's cool. taking up some time. Playing the guitar. Playing the guitar. One of your favorite things right Trying now. to. So, cool. first, so, first song you've played. Oh, um, good question. Jesus, we love you. For real? Oh, oh you went good. worship, man. Yeah. So, all right. Yeah. It wasn't like Back in Black by like yeah. ACDC. No. And we just recently <laughs> found out you're MC Rhymes. MC oh, Rhymes is your initials. My initials, yeah. Matthew, Matthew Cody Rhymes. Yeah, yeah. Cool. Nothing in the future, you guys. That's just me. <laughs> well, if you find a CD from MC Rhymes one day, there we you know go. where it all began with a guitar, That's spending it. time with the Lord. <laughs> cool. Hey, well, Cody, we love having you today. Um, thanks, everybody, for tuning in to the podcast, How to Make a Difference. We hope uh, you... Tune back in next week. If you want to give us a shout out, any questions you have, we would love to hear from you guys because we really want this to be a practical place where you can hear what God's doing and hopefully make a difference in your life. So we'll see you next week. See ya.